Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I'm Liz Burns and today I'm joined by guest Jada Swanson to discuss all things what happens when life presents change. I cannot wait. Let's jump into it. Well, hello, friends. Um, Does anybody else think that we're coming up on that time of the year where it's the sneaky season? I say that because it's like I always anticipate that the holidays are going to be busy. Like, you know, October, November, December just gets crazy. But I forgot about April, May and the Easter to end of school year madness. Like suddenly somehow right now, every day is a new event between kids sports, between recitals, between awards banquets, um, church events. Like it just feels like everything is amped up and I am fighting like crazy to hold some peace. In fact, this weekend I spoke at a conference, um, here in town, a parenting conference on Friday and Saturday, but Friday night, I kind of slipped out early because if you know us in the Burns household, Friday night is pizza night and pizza night is almost holy to me me, not just because of my great love for pizza, but because it's truly a family time I honor and adore. I really hope one day when my kids leave the house, they'll want to come back like, hey, you've got a girlfriend now. Well, great. Bring your girlfriend to pizza night. Like, I hope that's what happens. Um, And I am fighting to protect that time and keep it special for our families. How are you guys doing out there? Are you surviving the spring to end of the year kind of end of school year rush? Are you drowning? Let us know. Let us know how we can help you because we get it here at The Known Podcast. And hey, we'll be right back with more. Welcome back to The Known Podcast. And today I am joined by my friend Jada Swanson. Jada, welcome to the podcast. Jada, I know you and I've met you, I don't know, maybe about a year ago Mm -hmm. now. But tell everybody who's listening 30 seconds of who you are. Wow. Well, I'm Jada Swanson and um, I'm originally from Louisiana. My husband's from Seattle and we met on a music tour. Uh, We're both pastors, have two kids, one's at SEU. One is a junior in high school, and a year ago, after a visit to SEU, God turned my world upside down in the course of a week. (laughs) We're going to unpack that. In fact, that's why I brought you on to talk today. But Jada, first things first, on this podcast, (laughs) we talk about pets. So tell us what pets are in your home, if any. We have a black lab named Jewel that we adopted from Texas from a kill shelter. Oh, wait a minute. What? A kill shelter? She was four months old, and we actually thought we were adopting her brother, and they said he was taken, and so we went for her, and then his adoption fell through, so a friend from Washington adopted him. So until we moved, they got to hang out with one another every now and then. Oh, so Jewel is a puppy? Not a puppy anymore. She's not a puppy anymore. Okay. Yeah, she's about three and a half now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we love all our dogs here, mm-hmm. so we have to we have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear it. I need to meet Jewel one day. She's awesome. <laughs> she is. Well, Jada, I wanted to bring you on today. Um, one of the topics I wanted to cover here at Known, because something we address with women a lot, is this idea of change. Mm-hmm. So I was just telling you offline before the podcast that I noticed in my life in seasons of emotional upheaval and seasons mm-hmm. of emotional turmoil, the similar trigger that I can identify Mm -hmm. has been change. Mm -hmm. Now you just recently did a massive across country change. How did that happen? (laughs) Um, 
Well, I'm a planner, and it was not at all part of my plan. Uh, we were literally here visiting SCU with my son, and the day that I got back, had a meeting with my lead pastor, and he presented some opportunities to me, one being my dream job, and then SCU, and my mouth opened up and said, oh, I want to explore that, and I, I don't even know where those words came from, <laughs> and um, that was a Monday. Wednesday, I interviewed... The next Monday, I got offered the job. And in between all of that, we sold our house, too. That wasn't on the market. So, so this is like a week? like Within a week. <laughs> yeah, within a week. Okay. And you are not, at this point, like 21, freshly out of college. No. So like at that point, you think, okay, my kids are already sort of in the high school phase. Like mm-hmm. you didn't expect a move. No. Okay. Not, uh, not, not just a move, but a complete industry change. I've been a pastor for over 20 years. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What, what do you think did, what was your emotional response? Because I think a lot of times we think when it's God, that there's going to be no emotional ramification. And for me, I haven't found that to be true just because it is God doesn't mean I won't still Mm -hmm. feel sadness Mm -hmm. or mourning. Yeah. I think everything happens so fast because the first four months I was flying back and forth, finishing up my role at Timberlake, launching into my role at SEU. So there really wasn't a whole lot of time for me to think. And in the middle of that, Mm -hmm. I'm in the last stages of a doctoral program. (laughs) Just that, you know. So (laughs) I was having to compartmentalize a lot. And I don't think it really hit me until our last week in Washington. Mm. And um, someone said, oh, this is going to be your farewell tour. And I'm like, what? No way. And like our calendar filled up breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for until we pulled out. We were very loved. And it was just tears after tears after tears. Like I had puffy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of emotion then. But I mean, there was excitement too. Um, adventure. Um, and then reality just kind of set in Mm -hmm. and I was thinking, what in the heck have I done? Have you always been good at change? Like, have you always easily responded? Like you did this in a week. Have you always been quick to do that? Well, I think this happened so fast. I didn't know that because I've only ever interviewed with churches and sometimes that can be two months or Mm -hmm. nine months. Yeah. (laughs) And I was not prepared for the rapid pace of this change. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Yeah. And, and I had a kid going off to college. So, I mean, it was just like so much. Yeah. Yeah. So for our listeners who, you know, out there right now, maybe on the verge of say a change Mm -hmm. or a change has presented itself. (laughs) What I kind of wanted to talk today about was, do you think there's general principles we could all apply no matter the change? Because every change is going to be specific, mm-hmm. of course. You know, it could be as simple as a new job where you're just promotion. It could be mm-hmm. adopting a child. It could be marrying that person, like whatever it could be. I mean, yeah. yours was a cross-country move, but somebody may be thinking about packing up and going to the mission field. Like, yeah. Yeah. do you think there's general principles we mm-hmm. can apply for change mm-hmm. across the genre? Mm-hmm. Well, and and I had shared with you like something that had come up in my Facebook feed from two years ago that I had posted was just a little graphic that said the only constant in life is change. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm finding that to be true because I think God doesn't want us to be stagnant. Mm. And I think when we're in the midst of change, when we're in the midst of a decision, first and foremost, we have to take that to God. Yeah. And I think that I I try to operate this way and I try to counsel people to operate this way, to always walk in peace. Yeah. And 
even though there may be butterflies and nerves yeah. and questions, maybe a lot of questions, you can still have peace. But if if there is ever the absence of peace, mm-hmm. that's when I, you know, just put on the brakes. Yeah. Not the absence of feelings. Right. You can still yes. be fearful, yeah. you know, and have, and I don't mean the fearful like, oh my gosh, I'm making a bad no. decision, but just, you know, moving cross Human country emotion. is a big deal. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But if it's that that nagging mm-hmm. um, feeling that's keeping you up at night, yeah. you may not be making the right decision. Yeah. yeah. So I think walk in peace, pray, go to God's word, um, wise counsel. Mm-hmm. And one thing, you know, with this move, it happened really fast. Yeah. It's almost like you didn't have time to. <laughs> I didn't have time to process it. But, and everybody was like, oh, it's God, it's God, it's God. But I want to to counter that and say, even if things don't happen fast, even mm. if there could be some obstacles, yes. you know, just human things to have to deal with, that doesn't mean it's not God. That's so good. You know? Yeah, that's so good. Like two weeks ago on the podcast, Jada, we had a friend, um, and I love what she was saying because she said people have really, we were talking about how people have idolized the term will of God mm-hmm. and the term peace of God, mm-hmm. both good and bad. They've said, yeah. I have peace about leaving my husband. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't have peace, so I'm not going to go mm-hmm. witness, you know, mm-hmm. and how people have really abused yeah. these terms. So I think that's such an important distinction. You know, friend, if you're listening and you're going, some great opportunity has presented mm-hmm. itself, but mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Well, yeah. nervous doesn't necessarily right. mean no God. Exactly. Every <laughs> time I walk out onto a stage to preach or sing, I have butterflies. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm going to turn around and run out the door. Yeah. I think, I think the litmus test, I think sometimes is more like you said, I think there's a difference between, I mean, I think the kids these days are all with like the red flag. They say red flag. This Mm -hmm. is a red flag. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a difference between red flag of like, Hey, this is really, Mm -hmm. you know, to do this would break the heart of God. It would contradict his word, which we would never, um, versus just, Oh, this would make me uncomfortable. Right. And I think a lot of times that's what change does. And we, misinterpret lack of comfort yes. with lack, lack of, of God's will, lack yes. of peace. And, and yes. you hit the nail on the head. It's about God's word. Yes. Um, my life's verse is Psalms 37, 4 and 5. Mm. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of his heart, of your heart. Yes. Trust in him and he will do this. Um, so what that means is, you know, God's desires become our desires. Yeah. And if he's presenting an opportunity, or if you've been presented an opportunity, rather, mm-hmm. and it doesn't contradict God's word, then that means he wants you to pursue it. If you've been presented an opportunity that contradicts God's yeah. word, then you need to run in the other That's direction. An immediate no. You don't yes. have to pray about that Yes, one. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there are just certain things that are common sense. Yes. If we're people of faith or not people. I mean, that it, you just it, have to... It's true. And I, I think we can get jaded. You know, we mm-hmm. can turn off God's voice. But then I have these girls come up to me like, I think he's the one. And I'm like, oh, really? Is he a believer? No, but I, you know, is he doing this? Well, yeah, I always said I wanted this, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll work out. And I'm just like, ooh, mm-hmm. sister, you know, you are. Yeah. But there's a difference between that. And I, I'm glad we discussed that because even just um, in the message here yesterday, uh, Pastor Jason was just saying like, you know, you can't pick up your cross and still hold on to your comfort. Mm-hmm. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. And I do think a lot of times mm-hmm. instead of living a life of death to self, we are living a life that the ultimate yeah. pursuit is my comfort. Yeah. And if my ultimate pursuit is my comfort, well, change kind of goes out the window, doesn't yeah. it? Right. Unless you're just one of, we talked about those weirdo people, maybe mm-hmm. your husband's one of them, you said, mm-hmm. who just love change. Yeah. But it's yeah. it ain't me. You know, yeah. I don't love change. Yeah. I don't want to move. Like I could stay in my house mm-hmm. forever. I'd be mm-hmm. happy, you know. Mm-hmm. But if your pursuit is comfort, then change is going to kind of live. But 
Have you experienced in your life like that some of the greatest things would not have happened if not for change? Like, had you stayed? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we we had a horrific change that happened four years ago mm. that just blindsided us. And um, I wouldn't want to go back and relive it because it was very painful, yeah, very destructive. And um, but had that not happened, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's so important to sort of tell our listeners: like, you may be faced with change, and you've only opposed it because it feels uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I had a, a dear friend tell me a few years ago. She said, "You know." Liz, I just, I think I've been too comfortable. Mm. And so we're, they were, they were thinking about starting into the fostering system. Mm. And you know, that's not comfortable for your flesh. You go, Mm -hmm. we got a nice thing going now. You know, do we want to bring in another kid? Do we want to have the dynamics of that? Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, you can see the heart of God in those things. Mm -hmm. And I'm not preaching that it's everyone's going to be called to foster. I just Mm -hmm. mean, a lot of times when we're up against change, mm-hmm. the thing that's holding us back is that comfort. Mm-hmm. But when you and I mentioned what are the litmus tests, comfort wasn't one of them. No. Peace of God was one yeah. of them. Yeah. But comfort wasn't. So how do we distinguish then, do you think? Peace of God, which can be abused, in my opinion, mm-hmm. versus this isn't comfortable to me. Wow. I, for me, I mean, I always go back to God's word. I have... Um, a very small handful of trusted advisors. Yes. Yes. Um, you can you can have lots of friends, yes. but you need to limit the number of voices you amen, have. Amen. 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 And um, and again, I think f- for me personally, um, we have to quiet ourselves mm. to where we know what that still small voice is. Good. And that's that's how I know it's peace. That's good. Um. Additionally, when it comes to change, I think sometimes we think it means forever. Mm. And it could be that God's calling you to step out to make this big change. And it's really not about that. Yes, He's about to see, okay, are you going to be obedient? That's good. You, you think this is the end result, but this is really me seeing, Jada, are you obedient? That's good. Because if you'll step out in obedience for this, I have so much more hmm. for you. And I think sometimes we we get so tunnel vision that we just see what's right in front of us when he has so much more for us. And he's just simply asking us to be obedient. I love that. I love that so much because I think you mentioned it's not forever too. And we talk about seasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is an important message for our our listeners in their twenties. I always tell these girls, the twenties are overrated. I don't mean it's bad. Your twenties could be great, but Nothing happens from 29 to 30 where it's like, oh, you missed it. Right. Now you lost all your opportunities. No, I'm turning 40 in June. Mm -hmm. And I think like, okay, there's things that are just beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting your doctorate now. Like Mm -hmm. my mom who will be 70 is graduating Friday with her master's. You know, it's, it's never done. And I, I just think, you know, we need to hear that, that this Mm -hmm. sometimes you're saying yes to something, but Mm -hmm. it is a test of obedience or it is a season, Mm -hmm. you know, it may not be forever. Um, But I think when I look through scripture, you know, I see way much more about obedience than I do Mm -hmm. about comfort. Mm -hmm. God is not cruel. Mm -hmm. He he wants you to have the desires of your heart. But, you know, sometimes he knows a little discomfort is good for us. And when it comes to the desires of our heart, I mean, what I've experienced in my life and even with this most recent change is he's renewed a desire of my heart. He's confirmed and clarified it. 
And I don't know that if I would have stayed where I was, that that clarity Hmm. would have come. I think sometimes he has to remove us from that comfort, from everything Mm -hmm. that we know to really be able to speak to us to where we can hear him. Wow. I'm glad you brought that up because it makes me think of uh, this movement, the eat, pray, love, or it's like finding Mm -hmm. myself. Well, I tell women all the time, if you want to find yourself, literally find God because Mm -hmm. he formed you. Yeah. Nowhere will you get like more Mm self-revelation, more um, knowing about why do I tick this way? Why do I feel these things? Then Jesus spending time with God, he formed you. Yes. He literally is, uh, you know, in some of my quiet times, I didn't even go Mm -hmm. to God for that. Mm -hmm. I wound up learning about me Mm -hmm. because he made me, he shows me Mm -hmm. things about myself, you know, so I'm glad you, you brought that up. Um, I want to land and end here today on this idea. Um, if someone is, uh, sometimes presented with change and it's not meant to be, um, so I think I talked to you before about, and we mentioned sort of earlier in the podcast, somebody says, I've peace to leave my marriage, (laughs) you know, what do we say to those today facing change that may be more of a self- yeah. desired or a self, you know, um, almost pursued change. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a man-made change mm-hmm. versus a God change. Well, I think in our world and, and unfortunately, even in our Christian circles, um, you mentioned just about our feelings yeah. and, and I personally have of the mindset that we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. God yeah. gave us feelings and we need Absolutely. to honor those feelings through the lens of his word and the Holy spirit. Um, but it's not about our comfort. It's not about our feelings. It's not about what makes us feel good all the time. And specifically when it comes to marriage, you know, as a pastor, but just as a friend of, of dear people, you know, that gets very complicated because there are very real reasons to end a marriage. Sure. And I think we need wise counsel. But, you know, it's not just because you're having a bad season in yeah. your marriage. Go to counseling. Yeah. You know, reconnect, evaluate. Um I think that with with the whole feelings, we have to know where that's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just will take it all the way back. We have to go back to God's word. Yes, yes. And um, we have to be in his word. Yeah. And we can't be educated beyond our obedience. That's we good. have to know his word live his word and and be in it all the time That's because good. that truly is this is not cliche it's our instruction book for That's living good. here in this world yeah. and it might have been written thousands of years ago but it is applicable to today yeah, it's a living to word. any situation and season that we are facing mm-hmm. and um God's, you know, Jesus says he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. Romans 8, we're given the Holy Spirit. And I truly believe that he will guide us into peace through change, through hard seasons. And um, if anything contradicts the word of God, that for me is the definitive answer. Yes. It's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because God does not call me to do anything that's against his word. Yeah. No, I think that's the perfect. That's where it's simple, I think. Yeah, I think that's the perfect, um, uncomplicated today, friend. You know, uncomplicated. You may be so stressed about change or a decision. Mm-hmm. Maybe uncomplicated. Maybe mm-hmm. you take a step back, go to God's word, and maybe mm-hmm. realize it's a lot less complicated yeah. than you thought. And I think sometimes, too, God just 
lets us make decisions. Yeah. You know, there are things that are contradictory to his word that are simple. Yeah. And then also, like, if it's a job change, if it's, yes. God, should I buy this house or yes. not? He gives us common sense. Yeah. Should I have chicken to, or fish for dinner? Yes, <laughs> yes. He lets the decision be ours. I yes. mean, there are certain times where he literally paves the course for yes. us. And there are other times he's like, yeah, you try. can make, make this decision. Do it. I'm yeah. going to bless you either way. I agree. And I love that. And I hope our generations to follow are, are hearing that because I do feel like growing up, I really thought I could miss this all up. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, I was so big that I could mess it up. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to know today, if you're facing decisions, if you're facing change, start at God's word. It's mm-hmm. the number one place, but also feel freedom. You're not going to mess up the plan of God when you are seeking and living in accordance and harmony with his word, his plan. Um, you will find it and we'll stand with you today, believing for the changes coming up that even if it's on the side of this discomfort, maybe some really beautiful things are waiting. And mm-hmm. We're excited to hear about that. Jada, thank you for being thank with you. me today. Um, you can come back. You can bring Jewel. I really am going to do a podcast dog day one day. I really Bye. think. But we'll make it a vlog. Like, we'll make it with video. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Because we want to all see all the dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll be right back, friends, with more of The Known Podcast. <laughs> And welcome back to the part of the show. It's Ask Us Anything. We open our social media every week and we just allow you to send us a message or just let us know what is it we can help you with or I don't know, hopefully help. (laughs) Sometimes the topics are really ridiculous, um, like favorite Disney movie or pineapple on pizza. But this week it's a little more serious. Somebody wrote in and asked us, how do I develop a quiet time with God? Well, This is an excellent question. I can't speak as somebody who has conquered this, but I will say, um, find your sweet spot. Find the time that works for you. See, I am a morning person, and I know not everybody is, but I do feel as if there's something uh, to starting your day that way. In fact, I remember Jenny Allen saying she bought an alarm clock because she was tired of her phone waking her up as her alarm clock because then first thing in the morning her phone was already in her hand. And then she was distracted and sent to Instagram and Facebook and who did what, and I agree with that. If I can start my day with Jesus first, if I can put him in that spot, and even, you know, don't be daunted by having to read 15 scriptures or, you know, 15 chapters of the Bible and journal eight pages each day. Even if you cling to one scripture each day and you truly meditate on it, you know, I think the idea is to not treat quiet time as something to check off a list. Don't just do your quiet time and be done. Meditate on God's word throughout the day. Abide with him. Abide is a word that's really been in my heart this year and this season. What does it mean to abide with God? Well, when I'm abiding in him, he's with me in my day. So that means today doing this podcast, I'm talking to him. I'm thinking about him. It's not just, well, I did my 15 minutes of quiet time this morning. God card is good for the day. No, when I'm abiding, he is invited into every part of my day. And if you'll do that, I think you'll start to feel the difference. It may start off as something you really have to fight to remember. If you're a visual person, maybe put notes around, you know, whatever it is to remind yourself, hey, invite Jesus into this part of my day, even if it's my lunch, even if it's the kid's car line. Um, And when we learn to abide with him, I think it changes our whole idea of the concept of quiet time. I hope that helped. And uh, please don't forget to keep sending us your questions and we'll be right back with more. (laughs) 
Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Gnome Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. My special thanks to guest Jada Swanson. And friends, remember, it helps us out when you share and like this podcast. Let your friends know that you're listening. You could always find more from us with uh, at Known Ladies on Instagram and on Facebook. And hey, never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next week. <laughs>